new M2 MacBook Air, M2 MacBook Pro, dual M1 Max iMac Pro, M1 Max Mac Mini Pro, quad M1 Max Mac Pro, and maybe, just maybe, a new Intel Xeon and AMD RDNA Mac Pro. Wait, what? I'm Renee Ritchie. YouTube says 70% of you watching still aren't subscribed, so hit that button and bell so we can make this the absolute best community in tech together. A new MacBook Air with a sleeker, slimmer redesign, off-white bezels, and all the 24-inch iMac-inspired Taste the Rainbow of Skittles pop-flavored colors. Not gonna lie, I am so beyond hype about this. Mini LED display, because larger-sized OLED panels are still all shades of problematic in ways Apple finds way more irksome than blooming or jittering, and fanless M2 silicon inside, which should mean slightly better performance cores, way better efficiency cores, way, way better graphics cores, and maybe some hot, hot media engine action, but probably not much longer battery life because I'm guessing Apple will spend that increased efficiency budget on making the casing just way smaller again, like 12 inch MacBook smaller. And big, well, that's what the two port MacBook Pro will be for. Almost as portable as the MacBook Air, not quite as powerful as the real deal MacBook Pro. It may not get all the colors or at least the same colors and it'll probably stick to a black bezel but it should go full on mini LED and M2 in a slightly larger enclosure that's roomier with batteries that are bigger and an active cooling system that'll let it run slightly hotter for slightly longer, maybe with even better battery life, unless Apple just shrink wraps a new enclosure around that as well. Either way, anyway, think less of a MacBook Pro Air and more of a MacBook Air Pro. And as to whether or not Apple will put an M2 in the current M1 Mac mini, it's legit really hard to say. The entry-level mini has already suffered through a decade of neglect, including a couple of years from 2018 to 2020, where Apple just completely Thanos blipped it out of existence, even gave its room to a pricier space grayer model for a while. But I remain a firm believer that Apple should update everything every year because any given year, someone is gonna buy and everyone deserves the most recent, up-to-date, longest lasting device possible when they're ready to buy, anytime they wanna buy. So ditto, completely ditto the 24 inch M1 iMac. I can't see Apple doing a big update to the entry level all in one again anytime soon, not since it just went all new and all colorful, but I'd love it if Apple just refreshed it with an M2. Just, yeah, M2 all the things. Same way they used to spec bump the Intel Macs whenever Intel could be bothered to actually ship a chip. So just keep doing that with the Apple Silicon Macs, the 27 inch iMac Pro, and yeah, the latest rumors have moved away from 32 inches and settled on 27 inches, but figure thinner body, thinner bezels, maybe just silver and space gray, but maybe more colors as well. Just not those classic Apple logo bright colors like the 24 inch iMac. And yes, mini LED display with ProMotion up to 120 Hertz, adaptive refresh and fingers crossed a nano texture option. Because I mean, I'm gonna go gloriously gloss, but I feel for those who can't. And then MagSafe and more ports as all Pro machines should. And M1 Pro or M1 Max inside, just like the recently unleashed new MacBooks Pro. And since Apple Silicon runs so much cooler than Intel, maybe, just maybe, a dual M1 Max option to really kick the iMac Pro up a pro notch. Then, of course, there are rumors of a new Mac Mini Pro to go right along with it, or instead of it. Not an all-in-one so much as an all-in-none, or none-in-one, or you know what I mean? Smaller enclosure, maybe with a polycarbonate top, 
maybe with some iMac matching colors splashed in, MagSafe and even more ports, and M1 Pro and M1 Max inside. Maybe a dual M1 Mac option as well, depending on how much smaller Apple makes the new enclosure and how much the resulting thermals can really handle it. Basically, just get it and plug it into the new hotness that is the 24-inch, 27-inch, or 32-inch cinema displays, or an old broken one, and forget letting it rip, let it roar. Because I sincerely think this is gonna be the Mac Mini every pro has been waiting every long for. Probably the biggest lingering question is whether or not there'll be new M2 Macs, MacBook Pros in 2022. And never say never, but I'd bet against it at this point because Apple only just pushed out the M1 Pro and M1 Max almost a full year after M1. So I wouldn't expect M2 Pro and M2 Max until like early 2023 or maybe never. And what I mean by that is Apple could go straight to M3 Pro and M3 Max instead because Apple doesn't always make extended or pro versions of every generation of silicon. There was an A10X for example, an A12X and Z and an A14X in the form of M1, but there was never an A11X or A13X. So it's not impossible or even improbable to imagine that Apple might apply that exact same strategy here, especially since it'll let them push out an even more impressive update, thanks to A16 and M3 likely being on TSMC's next generation four or three nanometer nodes. And yes, those aren't actual sizes, they're just marketing terms, but smaller, which will mean better efficiency and performance, and a bunch more transistor budget for Apple Silicon teams to play around with. And they play around well, especially for what we're expecting in a new Mac Pro. First, a smaller version with M1 Max, dual M1 Max, and hold on to your butts, quad M1 Max options. That's the kind of space and thermal overhead Apple will save from just ripping out those blast furnaces and associated helicarrier fans that come with Intel and AMD logos inside. Jury's still out on how modular it'll remain with Apple Silicon, especially with unified memory. Apple has done off-package RAM for iOS devices before, so I'm ruling nothing out at this point. But it could very well take another generation or two before Apple has fully flexed out their next generation expansion pack system. So while even the idea of a 4X M1 Max pretty much lights my brainstem on fire, for those who really still need a bigger, more traditional modular system, yeah, Intel Xeon and AMD RDNA Mac Pro. And I've been hearing whispers of this, one final big metal upgrade since 2022, when Apple was pushing out all of their last calls on the Intel inside lineup. But as time went on, Intel delays mounted and the chips they did manage to ship had little or nothing to offer for Apple's set enclosure sizes. So I kind of just figured that the odds were stacking up against it, that it was unlikely we'd ever see it. Like Firefly reboot unlikely. But now it sounds like Disney Plus is gonna do that and Apple is gonna do this. Intel might just have its Xeons back in order. AMD is still pushing extra try hard and Apple could indeed spin out one last traditional Mac Pro to tide over power users and studios that still depend on that x86 compatibility for their software especially niche and in-house software that needs even more time to make the Apple Silicon switch. Basically, Apple's gonna have the motorcycles, the cars, even the SUVs all converted over, all by Tim Cook's two-year deadline, but they're still gonna keep one last Intel bulldozer of a truck out back, at least for another year or two, until Apple Silicon scales all the way up to forget trucks and dozers, to Optimus Prime, and to understand how Check out my interview with Apple's VP of Silicon and VP of Mac product marketing. The scalability getting from where we were in M1 even 
to where we are in M1 Pro and M1 Max was a fundamental re-architecture of what we call the fabric, the interconnect through which all of these different cores connect together. And the big challenge- You can watch it ad-free, sponsor-free, and the extended version even on Nebula. That's where I post all my videos, including interviews, reviews, and explainers, often with bonus content, my exclusive documentary on the original iPhone, all on Nebula, where I have the luxury of making videos that don't have to be optimized for YouTube or for my channel, but where I know, I just know the nerdiest, most hardcore of you will absolutely love them on iOS, Android, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, and bundled in for free when you sign up with today's sponsor at curiositystream.com slash Richie or click the link below. And right now, right this minute, because you're watching this video, you can get CuriosityStream on holiday sale for 42% off, less than 12 bucks a year, less than the cost of a USB-C dongle for the whole entire year. And that includes their thousands of amazing documentaries and series like Underworld, where you can embark on a journey deep into the unknown 95% of our planet, revealing extraordinary caves with 3D laser scanning technology. It is the absolute best way to support educational creators directly, and frankly, just the best damn deal in streaming today. For over 42% off CuriosityStream, less than 12 bucks a year, less than a buck a month, and Nebula bundled in for free. Just click the button on the screen or go to curiositystream.com slash Clicking on that button really helps out this channel. And so does hitting up this playlist for more, much more on everything Apple has coming our way in 2022. Just hit up that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.